2: Dose, uh, uh, so. oh. Leprechauns be the place. The podcast for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes, different cultures and backgrounds, in the race. We got Jason and Nate. Host in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse. To keep keepers of the gate, got the that Dame back in education, led the way. from the bus about to drive it home. Okay. To rock a man with a plan that was so grand, built to fly out the dome. Yeah, yeah. Zorro without the mask but still cuts down, every man makes the legend through the whole town. Oh, yeah. Hopes, could've played for the Colts, couple more years they would've called him a goat. But I,
0: I won't before you long, it's time to talk about the life with cons, huh? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Season 8 of the Dos Cons Podcast. can't believe it's been eight seasons. This is pretty crazy. Uh, Nate and I are back. It's been a long time. Haven't been on since uh, New Year's Day, actually, when we uh, went to the Fiesta Bowl, and, well, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so Season 8, Episode 1. We're super pumped uh, to be on today. We've got a very, very special guest that we can't wait to have on here in a minute. He's already on the line. We just want to bring everybody in. Uh, Start building the audience so you guys can interact with us interact with our guests and we'll kind of get into what season eight is going to bring you guys Uh, 28 days till Notre Dame football today is uh, Our honoree was Rocky Blyer all-american team captain war hero uh, Super Bowl champion just an all-around awesome awesome individual Uh, We do we've had Rocky Blyer on the show before so if you haven't heard that interview go check it out on uh, iTunes or Facebook Um, as you guys know if you're new to the show Uh, We do our our show on Facebook Live first, and then in about 48, 72 hours, our amazing producer, Brian Little, your favorite blockhead, mixes it up, puts it on iTunes, puts it on iHeart and Spotify. So uh, super excited to get as many people uh, to hear this interview as possible. So without further ado, we're going to bring on our first guest for episode one of season eight of the Dos Separatons podcast. We've got wide receiver commit Rico Flores. Rico, thanks for joining us this morning.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, man. So uh, first, before we get started, actually, I got to give a shout out to a longtime friend of mine, uh, Shiska Bradford. He uh, is a guy that uh, we actually met at the Stanford game about gosh eight years ago, and ever since then, uh, we've got to know Shiska pretty well. And he told us last year, he said, "Hey, my nephew is uh, is being recruited by Notre Dame, and I think there's a good possibility he may go there." And I was like, "Yeah, right, whatever." But uh, little did I know that he was talking about the guy we have on now, Rico Flores. So I wanna give a huge shout out to Shiska for helping make this interview happen and just for being an all around awesome guy. So thank you for that. Uh, with that being said, Rico, uh, you're the first guest that we've had that's actually been recruited by Marcus Freeman and his staff, head coach Freeman. Uh, obviously just absolutely killing it on the recruiting trail. Notre Dame currently has the number one class in 23 on 24, you being a big part of that. So tell us a little bit about what made Coach Freeman and staff a little bit different to where you're like, man, this is where I got to be.
2: Um, first off, Coach Free, like when he just and when he got the job fresh, like he contacted me, got in contact with me. Um, Coach that got in contact with me, Chad. Everybody got in contact with me like right away. Like that, that I like, I like that especially because you guys are new staff. You know, like a lot of times with new staff, they already have their guys from their old schools and stuff like that. But, now nah, they knew, like, I was a boulder and stuff. So, they just, like, got him to contact me real fast. And then just Coach Free getting in contact with me because, like, previous, I never talked to, still to this day, I've never talked to Coach Kelly ever. I only was talking to Coach uh, Dale. Um, but, like, so for for Coach for Coach Free to, like, contact me and just, like, really stay in contact with me, like, he would contact me a couple times throughout the week. So, it just showed a lot of interest in, like, I don't know. I was I was glad that he did such a thing like
0: that. One of the things that we've we've heard from some of the recruits is that he you he, he truly makes you feels like feel like you, he cares about all the recruits. I mean, I'm sure most coaches are going to tell you everything that you want to hear to try to go to their program be a part of their you know promise you all these different things, playing time, etc. But it seems like Coach Freeman is a legit you know humble guy and really does care about the players that he has on his roster.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, for sure like with coach free you don't even really feel like you're like you're talking to a coach he just seems like how do i say it? i say like an uncle like you just feel like you're talking to an uncle or like you know like someone older in your family you really don't Like my first conversation with coach free it didn't feel like you're talking to a coach like okay you know like he doesn't he doesn't have that switch on when he's talking with his recruits or like talking with his players he just shows like his real natural
0: love i love that love to hear that and you know, I'm not. we don't really talk about the guy that left that you mentioned earlier on the show, but um, one of the big differences we've heard um, is just the, the, like you said, the, the contact, you know. Uh, instead of hearing from the wide receivers coach or maybe Tommy Reese or, you know, some guys like that, you're hearing directly from the head guy, the, the leader of the program. So, you know, if I was a recruit, that would mean a lot to me. You know, if you're getting recruited for a job or something and they just send like a headhunter after you to, to talk to you, you know, it's like, yeah, maybe they don't care, but if you hear from the CEO, you know, it's like, man, these guys really are serious about me being a part of this uh, group that we're building. So that's uh, that's a cool insight. I appreciate you sharing that. So let's let's talk a little bit about your uh, your high school. So you're up in Northern California. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners about where you play, kind of the division you play in. Who are some of your uh, your opponents? Um, are you playing against any other you know top 100 talent out there this year? T- give us a little insight into your high school situation.
2: Yeah, so. Um... Um, previous when I was a freshman I started I didn't start off at Folsom I started off at Capital Christian and then after the season like so the second semester of my freshman year I then transferred to Folsom and it was it was a good switch i would say for sure and um but like the transition it was cool and then COVID hit so boom we're on COVID and I was just trusting the process like so it's hard to practice I'm just like not worried, but kind of at the same time, because it's like, what if I don't have a season? I'm fresh to the school, you know? So just like a little, a lot of things going on. And then finally, I got the opportunity, like when practice, we started practicing. I just showed my talents to all the coaches and stuff, because I'm, I'm, I'm the new
1: kid, you know? So I just worked, worked, worked. And then we
2: finally got a little short season. I went, I did my thing in the short season, and then I started gaining people's respect. And that's when the offers started rolling in. in the junior season, same situation. Um, we went to state, and then just I'm getting ready for this senior season. And then for down for some. We're in North Northern California. Um, we're we're in Sacramento County. Like people that's from Sacramento, we call it. We don't call it like we don't consider it Sacramento. We call it like it's like a couple minutes outside of Sacramento. Okay. But it's inside, It's in Sacramento County though. And then we're Division One. We play. We got a tough, tough schedule this year. We play like a couple games fresh off the back. We play. Um, but we got Amana Trails. Then we got Sarah from down in the Bay. They're a high NorCal team. Um, we got who else? We got Pittsburgh. They got some top players on the team, like Jaden Rashada. I'm sure everybody knows who he is. And then we got who? Yeah, and then we got Daylock. We got Dayla also. De La Salle. Yeah, and everybody knows who De La Salle They got their own movie. <laughs> we beat them last year for the first time ever
0: in uh, the Northern California Championship to go to state. Wow! So that was a
2: big big three.
0: Who who did you guys? Uh, who did you guys end up playing in state last year?
2: I uh, Cathedral Catholic.
0: We lost to them. And then, um, is there any other? Is there any players that you're aware of? Maybe out of De La Salle. Or any of these other uh schools that you're playing that you mentioned are there any other guys that are top 100 recruits maybe guys that you might be seeing at the college level as well
2: oh yeah and no, they so we got a we got a because a Notre Dame commit yep his name's Cooper Flynn again tied in, tied in. Yeah. and class of 2023 So they got more, like they got a lot of talent on the team. All these teams that were playing, there's a lot of kids with offers. And then uh, asteri got their quarterback, Melo Smith He's he's class of
0: 24. He got he got some good offers, and it's just like we we're gonna play a lot of talent. That's awesome. Uh One of the things that we were really interested to hear about is that you know with Freeman building all these these ridiculous classes on both sides of the ball, it seems like there's been a special emphasis on the wide receiver room. So. Have you had a chance to connect with a lot of these guys that, um, you're, that you're kind of being recruited with and you'll be a part of uh, that really special group here in the next year, or two years?
2: Yeah, for sure. We got a group chat. Like, all the classes in 2023, we got a group chat. And um, we just talk to each other, send pictures and stuff. Like, it's on Snapchat, so, like, we send pictures. Like, just be normal teenage kids, I would say. And just start trying to grow our bond because we know what we have growing in 2023 is, like, something special.
0: That's awesome, man. So I was talking to my guy Shiska and, and talking to him a little bit about the process and all that and I know he was uh, fortunate enough to go on that recruiting trip with you. Um, was there something that that clicked with you when you walked on campus at Notre Dame? Was there like a feeling that you got that you're like, man, this is home. This is where I need to be? Um, to be told, I ain't
2: gonna lie. I felt like it was home before I even stepped foot on campus. I feel like the only thing like because I, I had a good bond with everybody there, all the staff, all the coaches and everything, you know, and I know about Irving. The only thing that was old the, like, me committing right away was just seeing the campus. So, boom, I stepped foot on campus. It's just such a beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful campus. And, I, and like, oh, it's none other, like, I've seen before. Everything, like, it's not a boring campus. You know, you go to some campuses, it's, like, so old and it just looks so boring, and you know? Like, it looks dead. Like, you know there's, like, trees, greens, um, the buildings. I like how the buildings all look, like, around the same, but they got that color. I don't even know what color it is. It's like that, like, <laughs> like gray type of color. Um, I like that. And then just how the campus is so big, but then it's, like, it's, like, beautiful surrounded with trees and plants, and you don't see no dead grass at all. Yeah. Um, I, I like how the, like, the, the, mural, the murals – I like those, those are tight. Um, just everything about it, I could keep going on and on. I just I don't know, it just clicked right away.
0: Yep. I, I think you're echoing the sentiments of all Notre Dame fans and recruits too, man. So yeah, definitely we agree. Uh, is your family gonna be moving out there too? Because there's obviously a big adjustment going from NorCal to uh, the the winters of South Bend, Indiana. Nah nah I'm
2: just staying. Okay just staying back
0: at home. Um Are you Are you prepared for that Like how cold it's going to get In the winter Have you kind of Have you had a chance To go, go back there at all Or have you ever experienced A winter like that
2: Um I've never experienced Like under 20 degrees Before But I'm sure Like I'm going to have to Adapt to anything Especially if I'm not to Play in the NFL You don't know what teams going
0: to draft you That's true You got to be ready For anything So obviously Just like You know with, with most Big recruits Like yourself You know NFL is Is the ultimate goal Uh after your time playing in the NFL, it, you know, uh, what do you think you, you might want to do after that? What are you going to major in? What, do, what are your other uh, interests?
2: Um, my plans after NFL is, ma- well, my plans for college is majoring in business and getting into entrepreneurship and real estate. And then, so those, those are my plans after, after like I'm done in the NFL, just start doing stuff like that. Um, going into commercial real estate and just Started my own brands and things
0: like that. Okay. Um, speaking of brands, uh, with the NIL now, you know, obviously being such a big part of the recruitment process, uh, the business of college football, and, and, and players such as yourself and current enrollees having an opportunity to um, get profit off, off of your name, image, and likeness. Is there anything you have going on yet that, that you'd like to talk about, or are you open to NIL deals? Where, where are you at with that whole process?
2: I'm going to say I have like an um, NIL deal like set with anybody, but I'm under an NIL sports agency called Optimum Sports, and they just, they're real good people, and they just reach out to a lot of companies, and a lot of companies have been sending me like little, how do I say, um, little things to try theirs, but I haven't like signed no NIL deal yet where I'm making like money. Money, money, off and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And then I have my own. I have my own brand right now. It's called uh, the Real Steppers, and then short, it's
0: TRS. Um, I'm starting that merch. It's been it's been selling pretty good lately, and I just gotta keep promoting it. My other name. Uh, what, if if you can give us the website for that, we'll uh we'll put it in our show notes. What is it? TRS.com or something like that.
2: Um no, it's
0: actually on the optimal sports. Um let me see. Give me one second. Yeah, of course. Okay, so it's it's um, gridiron club. Dot club? Yes. Gotcha. Okay, we're gonna put that in the in the chat that we have going on right now on the Facebook Live. We'll put that in there and then we'll also put it in the show notes. Uh so peeps can go check out your gear and what you guys have going on there
2: yeah okay and there's also there's also like other people on there too so just make sure when you click on there just find my name
0: and then it'll show like my merch and stuff okay and everybody that
1: that will help those support
0: me and then uh so obviously you have that going on uh how can people stay in touch with you and and follow your high school senior season here and and all the accolades that are going to come your way this upcoming season what's the best way for folks to stay in touch with you the best way to post is following me on Instagram and Twitter at L-I-L underscore R-E-E-K underscore. Got it. So that's Lil Reek on Twitter and Instagram. I think if you just type that in, you'll find him. Or if you type in Rico Flores, you'll find him. Uh, but Rico, we want to thank you for taking out some time today. Um, I know you're a busy guy, and I know you've got a lot of training going on, and, and uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes for us. No, Thank you. All right, we will talk to you soon, and hopefully see you all around campus this year and next.
2: Okay, thank you. Have a good day.
0: You too. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, that was an awesome interview with Rico Flores Jr. Once again, shout-out and big thanks to Shiska Bradford, our good buddy uh, from, uh, from seeing him at various Stanford games uh, throughout the years. Um, Nate, what did you, you take from that interview? What did you think about Rico?
1: You know, it's just like the other recruits that we have right now, and they're getting, like, every single day it feels like Uh, they just seem so connected in their own different way with Freeman and the coaching staff so it's just a it's just like a breath of fresh air into the Notre Dame community and Notre Dame as a whole. Uh, Speaking of recruits coming in every day just today right before we went
0: live uh, the Irish landed uh, four-star running back although I think he might be coming in at wide receiver I, I don't think they've decided exactly where to put him but as of right now, he's listed as a running back, and that's from a guy from Kansas, Dylan Edwards. Uh, absolute burner. So um, there's just a huge emphasis being placed on speed, and I absolutely love that because I feel like we started to in that way, uh, direction with guys like Chris Tyree. Um, but Lorenzo Styles is another receiver we have this year that I think is going to bring that speed element. But you haven't had that blazing speed. You know, Braden Lindsey obviously is another one. But uh, these guys that they're bringing in right now, uh, Gary, Gray, all these guys, uh, absolute fast burners Um, they're going to compete on the field you can tell they're hungry to to bring a national championship to Notre Dame Um, and coach Freeman coach Reese uh, coach Golden the defensive coordinator uh, something is just absolutely clicking I mean not only are we looking good for Nick for this year 2022 but 2023 2024 we, we have the number one class in the nation over the likes of Ohio State and Bama, and that hasn't happened in a very long time.
1: Yeah, and it's not one of those things that we've seen in the past where it's like, well, we kind of need to have a good season this year because maybe next year we're not going to be as good. We're losing a lot of guys. I think this team and teams in the future have a lot of depth, and that's really, that's really hopeful, and like I said, a breath of fresh air.
0: Yeah, um, I know that there's always, there was, you know, before the previous uh, head coach, um, he, uh, It seemed like if if we lost a a wide receiver that was standout, you know, say Chase Claypool or one of those guys, Michael Floyd, uh, it was like, man, who are we going to rely on? Who are we going to go to? I feel like Coach Freeman is building this bench to where maybe they're not ready to break out this year, but next year, the year after, we're going to be loaded. We're we're not going to lose. We're not going to drop off because guys are going to the NFL. And I think some of the the coaching changes, Coach Stuckey, uh, from what I've heard and what I've seen, the wide receivers coach seems to be absolutely – locked into making sure these guys are fundamentally sound, running good routes, blocking, uh, but also just catching the football. You know, we've seen so many times in the past where, uh, you know, a drive is stalled out because somebody misses a catch or uh, somebody runs a route uh, and does it, you know, runs the wrong route and the ball's intercepted or the ball's thrown out of bounds. So um, I think that one of the things I've seen the most of in terms of spring practice and fall practice, only the two sample sizes we've had thus far, is the attention to detail and just absolutely working these guys to death uh, i know yesterday there was a couple of the big guys uh, that had a, had some trouble uh, finishing practice because they, they're just working them you know they're, they're doing a lot of red zone which obviously is high intensity high rep um, frequent reps just a very frenetic pace and i think that um you know that's going to really pay off because you can have all the talent in the world but uh you know fatigue fatigue always wins you know if you're if you're not ready for that grind you're gonna have a tough time
1: Yeah, and I also like that they're piping in the crowd noise for for when to prepare for the Buckeyes and I think the team as a whole is Already looking like they're ready to go and we're still like you said 28 days away Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important to start start with red zone in practice And because it kind of sets the tone because it's like if offense scores offense is gonna be riding high the whole day if defense makes a couple plays, they're gonna be riding the whole day. So it just kind of starts uh, a little momentum shift in practice. So
0: no, that's a great point. Nate. Um, one of the things Eddie Durham, uh, our good buddy, uh, just made a very good point. He said the last 20 years, Notre Dame quarterbacks have been asked to not turn it over. Don't try to do too much. I believe in Buckner. We have a QB we can ask to win it for us, and that's a really interesting point, um, Eddie. Uh, we've talked Eddie and I have actually had conversations about this. Um, offline, in person, and things like that. Um, you know, Buckner has an insane amount of talent. Yeah. I mean, he, we saw flashes of it last year, but then you also saw flashes of things like getting, you know, forcing the ball downfield against Cincinnati, throwing that interception. But people need to remember, last year's small sample size was after not playing a single rep of competitive football the year before because he lived in California where they weren't a lot of, you know, he didn't get, to get any games in. He was one of the guys that, that went to a school that they didn't play any games. So he got some competition in spring practice last year, a little bit in fall practice, but his first game action was his first game action in almost 2 years. So I've seen some comments, I oh, hope Buckner grows up quick. I hope Buckner, you know, doesn't get whatever. I think Buckner is already to a certain extent pretty well battle tested. Yeah. I mean, obviously he hasn't played a full game. He hasn't started a game, but the sample sizes that we've seen from him, he's a playmaker, yeah. a dynamic playmaker yeah, he is. Um, and, you know, Nate and I have very differing opinions about Jack Cohn. Um, but I think with Jack Cohn, you had a guy like like Eddie was saying that, hey, don't 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 ruin the game for us. Don't screw us. Don't throw turnovers. Don't fumble the football. Don't make bad throws. But he wasn't somebody that could go out and actually win you a game. Yeah. And Buckner, I feel like, you know, we're in Columbus. It's tight. Mm-hmm. Down to the line. You know, third and forever. And, and you know, Tyler can – uh, take off and run it for 15 yards or he can hit a guy downfield. He's got a good arm so I think people are so excited to talk about you know CJ Carr who obviously were pumped for CJ Carr, but um, <laughs> But uh, with with Tyler forgetting Tyler Buckner, man he is he was a highly touted recruit four-star recruit coming out of San Diego, California and um, He hasn't lost anything if anything he's gotten bigger stronger faster and, and has a, a much better um, idea of the playbook I know uh, coach Reese yeah. Has been absolutely locked in with him. They've been lockstep. So um, there, to me, there doesn't seem to be any doubt. Buckner's our guy. I, you know, Drew. All you know, all credit due to to Drew Pine, but he did not look good in the spring game at all. Um, and uh, I think Buckner's just the guy that's going to be that dynamic quarterback for
1: us. I think another big reason for bringing Cone last year was uh, Buckner being able to learn under Cone and learning under his first year under Cone learning some of the experiences that Cohen's been through. And I think Buckner really, you could see his game kind of elevate throughout the season. Um, Especially, you could see his confidence rising every single game he played in. Especially with that last touchdown uh, against Stanford, when uh, he basically just burnt the whole Stanford defense and ran it in for Mm touchdowns. So I think we're all going to be able to see that elite speed a couple times this season. So we don't want to get
0: too much into diving into the offense or defense, because we are going to be covering that. Uh, in the next couple weeks. But um, Nate and I are back officially. Um, We are in a temporary studio right now, which is one of our rooms in our new house here in Goodyear, Arizona. Um, So we're excited to be back. We finally got the capability to be back, kinda unpacking some stuff and everything like that. So this was a great time to start season eight with a dynamic guest of Rico Flores. Um, You know, we're gonna get into a lot more. We're gonna dive pretty deep and do one side of the ball each next couple episodes, next few weeks. Next Next week we'll be doing the defense. Week after that, offense and special teams. Um, And then we got some other good stuff. We'll be, and then the final week before the first game, we're gonna do a season breakdown, break down the opponents, talk about what we think our win-loss prediction's gonna be. On that show, we're gonna really wanna hear from you guys. Uh, We want that to be a very interactive show. We'll give you guys a number to call in. Um, The next couple episodes, we will have some guests lined up. Uh, We'll let you know who those are in the coming weeks. Um, But I do want another couple of announcements. Um, First of all, if you guys haven't seen our store, go ahead and put the link in there, Nate. Uh, if you haven't seen our store, we have a, we've had a new store up for about three months now. Um, it's a company called Whammy Swag and uh, it's We All Make It is their motto, so W-A-M-I. Um, they are such a great uh, resource for us. We've been able to get some really cool gear up there, shirts, hats, hoodies, zip-ups, all kinds of stuff. And um, we are going to be doing a special this weekend only, so uh, fall camp special only. We're going to reduce each shirt to $15. Normally they're 20, so we're gonna do $15 per shirt. So you can grab the Irish Car Bomb shirt, Gold-Blooded, you can grab uh, Irish Baseball, the HCMF, which I'm surprised people haven't uh, picked up more. So the HCMF is like an ACDC type um, look, but instead it says HCMF, so Head Coach Marcus Freeman. Uh, So go check our store out, we'd we'd appreciate it. We have the notes here in the comments section of the the Facebook Live, and we'll ask our producer, uh, Brian Little, your favorite blockhead, to um, to list us, uh, to list it in the show notes as well. Um, another quick announcement, we're teaming up with an organization called Team Sideline. Uh, I'm not Team Sideline, Sideline Sports, I'm sorry. Uh, and basically what we're doing is we're, we're all, it's kind of a big network of podcasters for different groups. So um, you'll see uh, some, some mentions in there about different pro sports teams. Uh, but for the most part, it's just a collection of, of podcasters, bloggers, things of that nature, and um, we share each other's content. But really, the exciting part is that they're looking for some shows to actually be on a uh, live streaming TV channel that they're gonna have. Uh, So um, look for that coming up soon, but I wanna make sure that everybody knows that's a a relationship we're gonna have, so we're excited to work with those guys. We're running out of time here because we do wanna keep our shows um, short and to the point, but I do wanna say one more thing, kind of a cool thing we're gonna give a shot uh, this year, starting, we'll probably do it once a month, is we're gonna do a, an online kind of Zoom uh, trivia challenge. Uh, that's gonna start not next weekend, the 13th, but the weekend after that on the 20th. And what that'll be is we will uh, have people register, we'll send you a link to jump on, and it'll be a live trivia special. People will write down their answers to the various questions, and uh, we'll be giving away some really cool Irish themed merchandise, Irish themed items, all kinds of cool stuff. So excited to bring that to you guys. Appreciate you guys joining us today. We apologize if there were any uh, technical difficulties, we're working through this a little bit. Um, we're working through this a little bit here in this temporary studio. But once we get on board uh, with everything set up in our new man cave, which will be in about two to three weeks, uh, the sound quality will be much better, and ho- and hopefully, the video production will be as well. But again, season eight, episode one, we're excited to be back. It will be with you guys every week for the entire season. Um, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys every single Saturday up here. We'll probably do pre game shows. Um, and then sometimes we'll do some specials if we get an interview lined up during the week. Uh, but yeah, we thanks a lot, whoever said that. The only difficulty is having to look at you again. Understood. We maybe maybe we should just go me on audio and Nate on video. That might increase ratings. Probably the best. Yeah, probably the best thing to do. So, anyways, thank you guys very much. God bless everyone watching. God bless everyone in general. Uh, stay strong out there. I know things are tough. Grind it out. Um, if check on your friends. Mental health is crucially important. If you ever need anything, you can always call the Dos Espanos. Uh, but uh, we're here for you, everybody. This is Irish Family. It's not just about football, it's bigger than that. And, uh, but we appreciate your friendship, we appreciate everything. Last reminder, I promise this is it. Uh, we hope to see you guys out at some games. Um, this year Nate and I will be traveling out to South Bend for the Marshall game. Uh, we'll be back here, in, well not in Vegas. We'll be in Vegas, which is next door to us, uh, for the BYU game. And then we'll be at the, I will be at the Coliseum, because he's not ready, for the uh, USC Notre Dame game to finish off the regular season. Uh, right before we go into the playoffs, so hope to see you there. Additionally, want to give a big thank uh, thank you to Daniel Morrow, who is a, a big tailgater out at South Bend. Uh, we're going to have a tailgate at every single home game in South Bend. You'll see the Notre Dame or the Do uh, uh pop up tents and different things. We'll have some shirts giveaways. Uh, Daniel's going to be hanging uh, holding those for us along with the Irish Giant Gary Canada. So hope to see you guys at the ones that we're at, but also make sure. You Attend the ones that we have being held um, in South Bend when, when uh, we're not there and Daniel's holding it down. With that said, everybody, have a great day, great weekend. Go Irish, beat the Buckeyes. Dose, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lepakons be the place. The podcast
2: for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes, from different cultures and backgrounds in the race. We got Jason and Nate host in the house built
1: to create be in the lighthouse to keep it to the gate got to know that dame back in education let the way from the bus about to drive it home to rock a man with a plan that was so grand with a fly with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time